what do you know about CBD? CBD is great for the body. Whether you're fighting inflammation, you know, from, for chronic pain, for depression and or anxiety, oftentimes those things go hand in hand. Uh, one thing that can help you out is CBD. And this episode of the Granddad's Basement Podcast is brought to you by none other than Populum CBD. Uh, I, I can't, you know, say enough about this company. You know, they're a third-party verified source of just, just the purest CBD you can get on the market. And uh, it's, it's absolutely fantastic and great for you. Go to www.populum, that's P-O-P-U-L-U-M.com, www.populum.com. Enter code word NOMAD at checkout, and you're going to save 15%. Get your CBD on, feed that endocannabinoid system, and feel uh, better. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Pillar to Post Home Inspections. Uh, when it comes to buying a home, you need to verify anything and everything about that home. You know, so who can you trust? You know, there's all kinds of home inspectors out there, and I'm in the business of being at home inspections with home buyers uh, as, as they're, they're about to buy a house. So it's a real stressful time, and you need somebody you can trust who's on your side to do the right thing and who knows what they're looking at and the proper things to recommend uh, moving forward in your home purchase. Uh, and Chad Casper at Pillar to Post in Tucson is, is just one of my go-to home inspectors, absolutely no doubt. Uh, so if you're buying a home, you know, hopefully it's with me. Uh, but either which way, reach out to Chad Casper at PillarToPost.com. Tell him you were listening to the Granddad's Basement podcast, and uh, he's going to hit you with $25 off your next inspection. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Lopez Newton Realtors, a long realty company. Do you know anyone who's ever bought a home and, it, you know, or you yourself have bought a home and it was just a nightmare experience? You know, you, maybe you've sold the home in the past and, and your real estate agent just had no communication and, and just what, what is going on with my house right now? You know, we're, we're talking, you know, oftentimes wet six figures, sometimes well into the six figures, half million, million dollar properties, seven figure properties, you know, and you need, you know, somebody on your side who you can trust, who knows your local market and is in the top one half of 1% of realtors in the entire nation. So no matter where you are, we can most definitely help. But if you're in Tucson, please reach out to Lopez Newton Realtors. Go to www.lopeznewton.com. Find out how we can net you 3% more money and 30% less time than the market's average. Uh, let's do this. Let's get to the basement. to be king when I your subjects are broken little things feels good to be kind but it's the only thing that keeps you alive and I'm alone most of the time now now I'm the only one worth hanging around and I can really put my roots down now I'm the only one in all right Today has been most definitely uh, a day to remember. Um, you know, we, my wife and I, 
and my wife, she put her dog down. A 14-year-old golden retriever named Bella. The CBD no longer was helping. She couldn't eat anything. The cancer got her. Tumors all all over the place. And she, you know, her, her final few days weren't very pretty, but we remember her in all her glory. So we had a... Uh, we had a great relationship, a lot of ups and downs. I put that dog through through a whole lot. You know, she's uh she was one of my road dogs. I've taken a lot of lot of trips across this country, just just seeing all the sights and um one time was with my pop, the rest of the time been by myself. But in one of those times I was with Bella, so so she's rode with me. We've spent a, a lot of time together, a lot of ups and downs. She's been strong and stoic the whole way. Even down to her final days, she she was just hanging on, and and you know our whole family is thankful. We all said our goodbyes, and and my wife and I just kind of spent a day in and, in and out of the house, mostly out. We, we spent some time at a national park, and and went to the movie, and uh, I was hoping to get her her into the basement, but she wasn't quite having it. So, but Seth did come by. He put he just put uh, his thirteen year old pop down. Uh, a couple weeks ago, so he came by to show a little support. We watched a little baseball, and uh, him and I just had a pretty good conversation just for a little bit, man, to kind of to to cap the day off. And and uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a pretty cool few days. So you know, here's me and Seth talking about uh, just talking about life, man. And you're gonna get to know him a little bit more uh, as time goes on. He's one of the founders of Vet Check Thursday. And, and we're going to get into, you know, him and I's history, how we ended up back together back in Tucson and uh, just just being there for each other, you know, through ups and downs and rekindling a, rekindling a, uh, a friendship that that began about a decade ago. And and military, our great uncle Sam sent us different directions. And, you know, like I said, we both found our way back to Tucson. Uh, but, yeah, man, here's me and uh, me and Seth chopping it up in the basement, man. All right, everybody be cool. Um, you can't just Jimmy rig something? Or? I probably can. Is Jimmy rig a, is that like a a racial slur when I, you say Jimmy rig something? I prefer nigger rig myself. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. A- African-American engineer. Yes. Yeah. Copy that. Um, so what's good, man? Everything, everything's wild. Life is crazy. <coughs> yeah, just getting over the sickness. <laughs> Get down with the sickness. It's crazy how I feel like the last few, last two, three weeks, especially hearing about your pup today, Bella, um, just a lot of crazy shit's been happening, like downers. But I still feel happy. I still feel like a happy person right now. So overall, everything is good, even though literally it feels like the environment, media, like everything is trying to shoot you down. But yeah, uh, there's a lot of. It's still, and people are still falling for it. Just negativity. If it bleeds, it leads. Just spouting on it on online, and I don't know. I just think there, there's a whole more to that. Just coming off, you know, this mushroom trip the other day, like my third one ever. And as I'm on mushrooms, so let me let me let me. It's your third time ever. Yeah. Oh. Let me backtrack. So I've had two other one once in high school. And I guess I'll, I'll just break that down at a different time. And then once about five, 
yeah, five and a half years ago or so, I was getting off active duty and hanging out at one of my high school boys' house and had a really, it was really enlightening and really good for me. And then uh, Saturday and the family went to Disney on ice and I was just, I can't be left unsupervised, man. (laughs) I can't, I'm a fucking child. I felt bad because I know I... Because I did the same strand that you did, and I had my sister, her fiance, and uh, my cousin with me, and like how you were feeling, like man, everything is just awesome. I just kind of love everything. Like that's what we were saying for like four hours. It was like we couldn't just stop loving each other, and like man, this is so awesome that you're here. You know, we love you this much, and blah blah blah. It was just like it was just super loving, and I've never I never had that feeling went on a mushroom trip before really that was the first time it was like just super intuitive with other people usually it's all for me it's been environmental i just look at the stars i'm out in the wilderness looking at shit you know everything is just you know but this one the patterns were intense and the love i had for my people Mm -hmm. were intensified bring that mic up a little closer to you um yeah man i uh i feel so to go back to the last time about five years ago for me i was inside in wisconsin megan and i were split up we split up in 2015 for like six months and during that time span you know i had a little psychedelic experience to try to you know find some type of something because i was just getting off active duty as you know like it's a mind fuck and i had a whole lot going on and right you know it my come up my, my takeaway from that was just like oh okay just I let go of a lot of spite that I had pent up. I let I released a lot of things. The mm-hmm. the experience I had in high school was very ignorant. Like I didn't understand the medicine. I didn't understand what it was supposed to be doing. I was just a, a kid misdirected who wanted to get fucked up, you know. So me and my boy had, you know, a fun, and we had a really fun time. And benounced to me, I think that, you know, made me feel better long term, you know, with psilocybin and its long term, you know, psychological effects. Mm-hmm. And then move into the next time when I'm, you know, pushing thirty you know, kind of at a little down spot and, you know, life not necessarily making sense for, you know, a really long time. And it brought some things to light in, in order for me. And then it kind of started to, to wear off because, you know, psilocybin and hallucinogens just in general um, of all types can have a, a lasting long term, just positive effect on, on for mental health. And I've been feeling down ever since he was born, actually. So, you know, for those of you just just listening, I got my, my babies in the room. So since he was born, I've been, you know, postpartum and just issues back and forth. And then I just I, was, I told my wife a, a couple months ago, we were we were having a little down moment. And we pulled off. We went to Saguaro National Park and just pulled off and talked to each other. And I was just like, look, I'm I'm not all right. Like, I, and I'm not I'm not OK. And, you know, this, this, and this, childhood issues. I'm just, I'm just now, in the last few years, starting to unfuck myself from, from just life, just growing up wild and different in the trailer park and apartment buildings and multiple stepdads and no real influence and sports that went by the wayside and, and just skipping school and just wanting to get high and just wanting to get fucked up and just trying to just figure everything out emotionally. And then to, to build that into to Saturday... We're just like, I need this. And to have a few hours left unsupervised to myself, I was just, you know, okay. Everybody's telling me, you know, out of, out of your group, take it easy. You know, don't take these ones too too lightly. Yeah. So 
measured it out, <laughs> gram and a half of the psilocybin, threw yeah, it on some pizza. You did it intelligently. Yeah, and I sat here, and my previous two experiences, I was peaking within 20 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm an hour in. Like, I threw them threw, threw on some pizza, and I'm just, I called my brother. Like, uh, yeah, man, I'm just kind of just kind of chilling. I just ate a gram and a half of mushrooms. Everybody told me these are legit, but I'm 20 minutes in, and I got I got nothing. And we talked for a few minutes, and I go downstairs, and I watch some fights. And that's when I text you. I said, nope, I'm feeling something in the head. I think we're good here. And I had to turn the fights off because that's, that's not the vibe. And as much as I love combat sports and just the brutality of two, you know, two people fighting each other. Right. And how into that I am, I had to turn it off. I'm like, well, that's not in the mode I'm in. So I just go out in my backyard. I'm like, okay, well, let me, let me just kick it in. Let me, let me roll a little something up and put it in the air. And I smoked half a blunt. And it was on. I just laid down the backyard. It was a beautiful Tucson day. I don't know if you looked outside today, but it was like partly cloudy. There was some just white clouds in the sky. Just a, a rare Tucson day. I know my son. Yeah, I was outside. So, but Saturday yeah. was just clear, just a normal Tucson day. No clouds in the sky, and I'm just last. And I was seeing the cosmos, man. I was just, I was just laying back, and I feel like I just connected. I was heavy. So I just laid down in my backyard mm-hmm. and looked up in this clear, beautiful Tucson sky, and I'm seeing things shooting through the the, the, the sky, like just asteroids and comics out in space and prisms right. and just, just seeing everything beautiful and blinking my eyes and just seeing all kinds of wild shit and shooting sparks out of my hands that were nothing but love. And it was, it was awesome. I'm just laughing, having a good time. And my biggest problem was... Uh, being in the city every time a car would go by it would kind of snap me out of my time just like uh so you know i need some time to go by reflect on this because i'm still in the emotional state post post psilocybin like i mean you know and i go back i go went on an adventure i was in my backyard everything was alive that's when i called you mm. just like right after yeah, that it came back after that and the visuals I'll, on these were just and then so after insane. after we got off the phone i was like yo we gotta go and that, then it came because it was coming back. So it came back. And then I was just in my own world. And I was like, okay, well, I haven't seen any lizards. So got to go on an adventure. So I just put some shoes on and left my house and just went on a walk. And it saw some lizards and saw some rabbits, but just found a new lookout point. And it was just one with the, with the universe, with the world, just feeling good, man. And, and my, you know, my takeaway from that one, it was I'm scattered. I haven't been taken care of, you know, the everything that i need to be taken care of just i need to find more motivation in life and to stop cutting corners being lazy stop stop putting up a picture and also a huge take okay let me let me let me com- compound into that uh i feel like i've been doing some of that like just not given 100 percent everywhere where it, where it needs to be be given uh specifically with work so just need to to, to up myself, do better, stop being so cat- uh, scattered and, and really lock stuff down and also care more, you know, not just be going through the motions just of life. Like I, I thought just a lot about grief. Like we knew Bella was going to go down and like the end of that trip when I was, you know, the last little bit before you're coming back to reality, you know, four or five hours later, I was just crying with my dog, man. Just like we knew and me and her had a moment. I done put her through just some shit. She came with the girl. And I done put the girl through some wild shit. And Bella was there for all of it. So it was, you know, I've taken a few road trips across this country. You know, most of them by myself. One with my dad. And then one with 
with Bella and it was, you know, we saw the country. Mm. Like not everybody's been my road dog and, and she's rode with me to fair and a lot of dogs they get to, you know, be cooped up and not ever see anything and she got to, you know, play in the Minnesota grass and snow and see the mountains and peaks and valleys around the world and be up on, on in the Tucson mountains and down in the valleys and, and live a good life and provide us with nothing but love and we gave her nothing but love back and today was rough, man. Today was rough as it was one of the rougher days in my adult life and, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. to the, like a wild part of it a lot came rushing in to me back which I never so now just looking back on life I think it's important to prepare for grief and accept grief and and also a third thing is share grief you know because you know life is glorious so death you know we we die as we live it's all part of one cycle so as hard as it is you know we have to realize it it is coming it's pendant and you know whether that's a dog or a person you know it it's hard and we need to just face it with light and today brought a lot back to me because we put her down and the lady who came we we did it in home she came in did her thing and she was gone bella was gone like right away yeah but uh Uh, yeah i understand man yeah i mean within a few minutes of the needle and then i helped um put her in the back of this van and it brought me back to when my granddad died and he he was at home and he had a heart attack and was there and we called the university of minnesota because he donated his body and they come i mean hours hours later rigor mortis was setting in he was purple you know me and my mom were just you know, my cousin came over and then megan was there and i ended up having to help put him in the body bag they brought the, the they brought two people one dude had it, both his knees we're were, talking about your grandpa yes not bella well bella went down and i helped put her on the gurney right and right put her in the back okay. of this van and drive off to be cremated and that i just brought, wanted to make sure we're, yeah, right, we're talking that, about grandpa but though. that brought me back right you know today was really rough for me for you know on, on multi-levels because it brought me back to when my grandpa passed away and i you know put him in the body bag and helped carry him to the back of the van and University of Minnesota drive off with him to be cremated and we get those ashes, you know, a year and a half some odd later. And so it's just been a, a wild dad, you know, since Saturday, since, you know, coming down off the mushrooms and getting real with Bella and apologizing to her for all the bullshit and put her through in her life and thanking her for all the joy she gave us and being kind and gentle to my sons. And, you know, to just being out well, of the house, cleaning all her stuff out of here. To just that's go why everybody likes dogs, man. Because I think you have to be able to, or I want at least, I'll speak for myself. If I die, I want people to say, well, at least he gave more than he took in this life. Right. And dogs, all they do is give. That's it. <laughs> so that's why everybody loves dogs. Yeah. And if you don't like dogs and you're listening to this, you can go fuck yourself. But... <laughs> You know, because cats are dickheads. They take, ah, they, take they take, they take, they take. That's the thing. <laughs> I. Uh, that's funny. You know, you're right. I. Uh, I like dogs. I guess you got to buy dogs food. You know, and give them treat stuff. So I mean, they do take a little bit out of your pocket, and you know, sometime you got to walk them and stuff. But ultimately, they just give you guys everything they have. Yeah. So and and Bella had so much of that and loved everyone. She shit in every house we lived in, except my granddad's. Like it's funny, yeah. Like Bella and I lived all across this country, and seen a lot of this country. Megan and I lived in, let's see, Megan's house, then my granddad's house, 
Um, then we had a house in Minneapolis, or in St. Paul, then one in Minneapolis, and then here. And she's shitting all of those houses, but my granddad's house. It's funny. Just I was just think we were just oh. thinking about her all day today. Like, we went to the national park and just you know got out of the house for a little bit you know before mm-hmm. before we clean stuff up so so what about you man you just went through this same exact thing like last week yeah a few weeks ago it was about three oh was it that long ago. yeah so i mean it's same situation um, too you know tumors kind all of you knew it was coming i didn't really know it was coming uh, i thought he was just having a tooth issue so he stopped eating but we gave him you know chicken and rice my Lou dog, um, chicken and rice and he would eat it and he wouldn't throw it up. So we just thought, all right, he's got a tooth issue. Um, so he just doesn't want to eat hard food. So he, you know, again, I'm feeding him chicken and rice before his uh, appointment, but then he threw it up and we were like, Oh shit, maybe he has something else going on. So we took him in immediately. My mom took him in and then I was at the softball tournament and she called me like five minutes before my first game. Was like, I can't even talk to you. Here's the doc. Like I thought it was a tooth issue, man. I didn't even know anything was gonna go on. And the doc's just like, you know, there's about a twenty percent chance that he'll survive if we do surgery right fucking now. And I was just like, so he's got to go through a bunch of shit. Surgery's gonna cost you know five ten grand. Um, yeah, I ain't got that kind of loot right now. But, you know, and the percentage just, even if I did have that money, like, is it even worth it to put him through two or three more days of complete pain for him to just die? And the, ultimately, he was just like, honestly, I, I think it's just give your mom some time when you can get here, you know, and I was like, I'll be there. So right after my first game, uh, I went back there, gave mom some time with him. And then I, yeah, 30 minutes later, it was quick. You know, they just they put them to sleep. Uh, they knock them out like they would, you know, do any dog if they're going under surgery or anything. They just put them, put them down real quick, and then they inject what, you know, the – I'm not sure exactly what it was, but that stops his heart. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, and it was quiet, and he know you know, he knows that we love him and everything. And it was sad, though. Yeah, it's still tough. Even talking about it right now, it's tough, man. Yeah. It never gets easier – Every what? dog, every this is the second dog I've had to put down that was like mine. Mm-hmm. You know, my first dog I got when I was two years old had to put her down, but she lived till she was seventeen. So I mean, that's that was awesome. That was great. That's a long seventeen. Time. Yeah, I had ambition um, some years ago about let's see when we were in Minnesota from fifteen to eighteen. So somewhere in there, towards the end of that, seventeen, eighteen, uh, I, t- I, t- I told Bella, I was like, we're gonna get you to we're gonna get you to eighteen. Like we're we're gonna do a Bella, we're gonna treat you right. And she ate good. She ate uh, lean and healthy, and had her on the CBD for for a, a while until it just stopped working. So she's a big dog, though. Yeah, she, you old, know, ultimately, big dogs don't really old lady Bella. Well, I was talking bigger, to the a, bigger the dog, the the they don't really they don't really get there. You know, it's just a lot of meat to be moving around. It's just like human beings too. The bigger, taller human beings don't necessarily survive as long as. You know, not to sound prejudiced or racist, but there's little Asians that are running around eating rice everywhere. Like, dude, they last. <laughs> I think uh, the oldest people on the planet are from you know Asian Japanese. America. I think it's Japan Japanese has the okay. longest lifespan uh, yeah. right, right now. Um, yeah, man, it, it, it's just it's all wild. It's, Me and you but, are not long for this world. <laughs> no, no, not really. <laughs> You're six oh. three, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Just so about six two, six two and a half or so. Yeah. My uh, give me a good seventy, man. I'll be all right. <laughs> I got. I, gotta, I wanna I, hit me them trips, man. Give me the one hundred. Give me, oh, give me that shit. good century still wiping my ass. Yeah. No, I was talking to a buddy of mine, you know, a while ago, a couple years ago actually. He was like, "We've never had a golden retriever. He's had two or three, uh, make it past ten. I just yeah, golden retrievers don't really. So. She's, you know, 65 pounds. She's, you know, 43 or so today. But, you know, she and she was stoic and strong enough, long enough. And it was just, it, it was time. There was, there was no choice. She, her tumors in her stomach were so big. It was pushing up on her stomach. Mm-hmm. So she could, couldn't eat, didn't want to eat. It, to a point, you know, today, her last day, she wanted no bacon. Like, and then, yeah. But it was pushing up on her spine in the back. So she couldn't, like, walk. Like, last yeah. night, last night. I took her out. You know, I had to carry her outside, and then she shit, and then just laid in it. So I had to like spray her off with the hose and carry her upstairs. Her last day, the last four to six weeks were were not good. And she came to me, like she, interesting dog. Like she does her thing and pretty much left alone. Especially like you know, she knew you know, as as we would know if we were going. Mm-hmm. But she came at me and just walked up to me and looked at me a few weeks ago. And just like I knew, I was like, and I just looked at her. I said, I know. I know Bella. I yeah. just just hang on. We need a, a few more weeks with you. And you know, today is her birthday. So she lived 14 years. Wow. 14 years. She's a great dog. Yeah. I enjoyed her. And she yeah, good dog. Nothing but love for everybody. And mm-hmm. yeah, today was rough and I just needed to I'm glad you could come over, man. I wanted to talk it out. It Mrs. Rain, she's Well, you not, know, having issues too with family and and stuff. You know, I want to kind of circle back to that cuz I was just dealing with that as well and you know kind of just read something like not really read it but just kind of understood it and I saw it somewhere you know some stupid social media post but you know it rang true to me and it's like when you talk about those kind of issues though when you said you pulled over and you and Miss Rain kind of talked about it it was like I just had that as well and you know you gotta you gotta talk about your issues and what <coughs> what's hurting you because if you don't, I mean, it's just nobody's going to understand. So when – but you got to find somebody, you know, that can understand it. Obviously, your wife is going to be understandable and, and love you for who you are. And But if she knows what you're struggling with, and that's what adults do. That's You're adulting. You know, you're figuring out. Know, you're right? solving issues. And it's but the- you're not just solving issues like a puzzle you're solving your own issues your personal stuff that you have to deal with uh, well, it's, and it's really hard to get out sometimes for some people it, and it's part of just the unfucking myself i was talking about before just right. I, I remember like my uncle died when i was 10 uh the cancer got him and i'm in my granddad's basement just like crying at, you know not excuse me nine ten years old and uh you know, by myself and you know granddad just, he walked in on me and then my grandma died fast forward a few Several, you know, twenty some odd years. Uh, I'm in I'm a, I'm at granddad's house, just crying. It's like two, three a.m. and he gets up randomly in the middle of the night to go get some water or whatever, and I'm just there, just bawling in the living room because my mom was in the basement, uh, you know, cried herself to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then my wife, and then I, I I I let it all out when my grandpa died at their house, this empty ass house clearing it out myself by myself and then my wife caught a little bit of that overflow i got the medicare bill for the ambulance in the mail fourteen hundred dollar bill and like they showed up he was it was doa 
Mm-hmm. So, like, and I just fucking lost it. I was like, why? How fucking dare you send me a fourteen hundred dollar bill when you didn't do anything? Like, you. I think the cops actually got there first, and did CPR until the EMTs got there for thirty minutes. Is the story I got. Mm-hmm. So and could not resuscitate so like why are you sending me this 14 and so i just lost it that day but that was the closest i've got to sharing grief with somebody that's good until today i got a i got a 1500 cab ride from an ambulance from the softball fields and i snapped my leg in half oh. that was 1500 and that was just for them to pick me up and take me to the obviously they had to like take the gurney out put me on the gurney because i had passed out due to the pain and then really put me on it and then yeah Wow, that was fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, ambulance rides ain't no joke, man. That's, I'm just saying that's like that's worth more than what they did. All they did was what ready up, get in the ambulance, drive somewhere, and then drive back. Like right, pretty much. So that's some expensive gas, brother. The most expensive. Were they, <laughs> JPA, actually, JPA is not even that expensive. So, but yeah, it's man, I think bucks. it's just it's really good just to to outwardly outwardly express this type of stuff just for everybody because we try to as just humans avoid these talks these conversations about death and dying and you know to know since pretty much friday morning like yo this there's there's like no time left at all so we need to work through this and you know i'm glad that i was able i'm surprised you didn't wait till till after when you, you knew it was coming surprised you didn't wait till after to try those uh those mushrooms that i gave you well it's the timing as well i mean i've had them for months so it's just okay when am i gonna have a block of time to myself like megan and i okay yeah i we, didn't really think about that yeah we right. pulled off a few like a month ago like and talk at saguaro saguaro just you know in our backyard national park right in the backyard it's one of the things i love about tucson right? oh yeah so we go there and we're just talking and i was you know going through hey i've been going through some issues Lately, I really need another psilocybin trip. You know, it's just a matter of finding the time. And they were gone for some hours, so that, that was the time. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. I loved because I was already I was done peaking. I was on the come down when you're still really emotional, still feeling everything, but you're done tripping. And it was really good for me to just level with Bella and just, just talk to her in her, okay. in her last day. Maybe it was right for you then. Yeah, just, like, we good. just hugged up for a half hour, 45 minutes just on the floor because she wasn't moving. And, yeah, it was just it was a rough few days and last night i couldn't Mm -hmm. sleep megan had a hard time going to sleep you know she's had her for 14 years i've only been around half that you know half that plus one so eight years eight eight and a half years or so so yeah last night was rough like coming off the trip i haven't wanted to smoke any weed but i couldn't sleep and i was like i really need to get some sleep it's 11 something so i just i broke last night and smoked some indica still didn't do anything it just had my mind firing i was still thinking about stuff just like oh it was rough just knowing today you know and I get up this morning. Uh, Megan said, 10 a.m., she'll be here. So, okay. And uh, it's just one of those days, man. Just a rough yeah. day. But I'm glad. I'm glad it's, it, you know, the worst of it's done. Now we're on to recovery. And, you know, I'm glad I get to share that with you. Glad me and her get to share that with each other. It's just a moment we get to share together, mm-hmm. you know, and, and move on, internalize it, and, you know, spread her ashes when we get them back, you know, in her favorite places. We could take some, some of them got to go to Minnesota because. Just like here, we got a national park in the backyard. We were at uh, city parks. Like, Minneapolis is really beautiful. It's a lot like Tucson with its uh, nature preserves. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, yo, you're in the middle of a city, south Minneapolis, and in this beautiful park out of nowhere. 
like so it's it's, it's real similar so we okay. some places to yeah, i've never been to take her and then you know she'll live in here forever with with grandma and granddad mm-hmm. but anyways man i appreciate you coming through talking to me i wanted to i wanted to definitely get some stuff off my chest that's why i hit you up first thing because i pretty much i put the phone down all day I, I, mm-hmm. I, I changed my voicemail I said hey I'm unavailable today any immediate help call this number uh, y'all gotta leave me the fuck alone I handled all my calls like by 9.30 so <laughs> dropped the boys off did the little bit of business yeah, I had to problem, do yeah it's not a problem man as long as you got the natty game on I'm good yeah man so let's go wrap that up let's get up out of here man uh, man I appreciate you coming through oh yeah thanks uh, for having me man I'm gonna get Mrs. Rain up in here and talk about some stuff in a little bit but uh, yeah man let's come back let's finish some stuff up let's talk some more later but uh, for sure man Seth Appreciate you coming by, man. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Everybody be cool. Ciao. Feels good to be king. When I your subjects are broken little things. Feels good to be kind. But it's the only thing that keeps you alive And I'm alone most of the time now Now I'm the only one worth hanging around And I can really put my roots down now I'm the only one in town Feels good to be home But I can really get this pain off my chest No one knows the trouble I've seen And what that trouble gets Heavy weight on my mind From all the stuff that I saw Warm bodies and fresh meat It's all the same to the law And I'm alone most of the time now I'm the only one worth thinking about and My mom says I watch too much TV And sit too long on the couch Yo, what's good with you? Oh, hanging out. Uncle Darren's visiting. Is that right? Tell him I said what's up. I will. Megan took the boys to Disney on Ice. Oh, sweet. So I ate like a gram and a half of mushrooms, and I don't know, they should be kicking <laughs> in sometime soon. <laughs> you should be with somebody for that, no? Or no? Uh, not that amount anymore, uh, probably. If you get any over two grams, maybe maybe somebody around would help. But I'm just at home, so whatever. Yeah, you're just gonna think everything's hilarious, and uh... yeah, that was based on my last two experiences. So I don't know, nothing's happening yet, and it's been like 15 and a half minutes. So I don't oh, know. It's coming. Maybe they're maybe they're bunk. Nah, well maybe. Nah, if it's like a half hour goes by. Yeah, all my boys said. uh uh you gotta take it real easy with this stuff so i was like all right i'll take it easy i was gonna do an eighth they're like do not do an eighth start off with a gram and see where you're at so i was like all right i did a gram and a half and we'll see what's up yeah yeah it must be some potent i know my cousin talks about that stuff all the time i've never done it but he's yeah, and it's always, you can always take more, but you can never take less. Right. Less. <laughs>